although I'm just an ordinary listener, and although uh, you give me goosebumps, that's all I can say. You give me goosebumps. I give you goosebumps. Yes. What does that mean? That's it. Well, there must be. There's got to be something a little more. Like the sound of fingernails scratching on a blackboard gives me goosebumps. Well, I was watching Channel Ten the other day. Yes. And that you just remind me of that guy on Channel Ten that night. Who's that? The weatherman? Yeah. The guy from the uh, airport. What is this man talking about? The guy from the airport? Yeah. <laughs> no clue. No clue whatsoever. That's our favorite kind of call, folks, and we get a lot of those every day, so that's why it's so enjoyable to be here at good old WINZ, the home of manic depression. Broward, hello. Hi. Hi. Neil. Just, I bet you just started ringing the phone, didn't you? Yes, I did. That's because I punched up the wrong button, but aren't you lucky? This is Ethel calling. Yes. How are you, Neil? Okay. Good. I just called to say hi. Well, your voice just dropped there for a minute. It did. Oh, boy. Oh, I'm sorry. Try to stay in a higher register. Well, anyway, I just called to say hi and hi and... Your show is wonderful. I know. Well, anyway, have a great day. Okay. Okay, bye-bye. See you at Hawaiian Garden. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hello. Neil? Yes. This is Suzette from Emac and Bolio. Suzette! Yes? Boy, I bet you guys have been real busy the last few days. We sure have. I bet you've been going bonkers. Yeah, it's been good. Good. But Brian and Josh aren't working tonight. They're not working tonight. They work last night. Yeah, they wouldn't work both. Two young uh, studs like that wouldn't work both nights on a weekend. No, I'd give them a night off. Of course. Right. Shame on you, Suzette. I'm a good boss. You're depriving. I'm the reason they're there. I hired them. Oh, now, wait a minute. That's not what I was told. Well, that's the truth. The uh, wife of the owner was in here a couple of, what, about 10 days ago? And she took trained credit. Them. I hired them. She, she did what? She trained them. She, she trained them. Well, we don't want, wait a minute, we don't want to get into that. <laughs> you know, it's a family show, Suzette. No, they came to me for the job. I gave it to them. You hired those wonderful young men. That's right. Well, we certainly have always liked you a lot. <laughs> now, we want to know what's really been going on in there. Has it really been a pressure situation? No, it's been good. It's been great. Well, Nobody's... you know, it's easier if I work with one of them because if I work with another girl, then it's like nobody wants to come in and see us. Uh, well, why is that? Because they want to come in and see Brian and Josh. Yeah. But, you know, I get I have to work during the day. That's my crowd, I guess, huh? And I get all the old ladies come in there, and they don't want to see me. Oh, I heard that there was a real surly uh, couple of nasty ladies from Hollywood in there. Is that right? Yes, yesterday. Yeah. It gave who, me a terrible time. Who claimed that I sent them there, and I want you to know that I don't know them, I disavow <laughs> them, and they should only, uh, you know, stew in heaven. They said, Neil Rogers sent us in. They should live so long. And they wanted to taste everything, you know, and of course, oh, yeah. I gave them a taste. And then they wanted toppings, and then they were bitching about the toppings and how much it cost and that it, there wasn't enough. Well, they uh, didn't need all of it if, 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 to begin with. It's a good thing you don't have sweet and low on the counter. No kidding. Don't you have anything diet? You know. Really? They want something diet, and then they end up ordering a three-scoop sundae. Tell, tell them you give them a little milkshake with arsenic. That's a real <laughs> diet. Tell them that's a permanent diet. I know. But we love them. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. You just got to smile and keep scooping. They probably came all the way from Hallandale. <laughs> probably. 
Uh, they, oh, they call up all the time. Where are you located? All right, so Brian is not upset, right? That's the definitive word. No, Brian's, he's cool. He's oblivious. Yeah, no, he knows, I think. He knows what? He understands what, what's going on. Okay. He tries to pretend like he doesn't. Yeah. But he's a good kid. You can say that again. He's a very good worker, him and Josh both are. Well, Josh is the uh, undiscovered superstar of Emac and Bowdoin. Right. He Josh, is, he was kind of jealous at first. Well, he shouldn't be. He, does, he should get a lot more credit because uh, he knows where it's at. And Josh is new. Josh just started a couple weeks ago. Can you imagine that? Just starting like fresh and all of a sudden becoming a That's superstar. Right. In fact, even the uh, CD we're giving away a little later is called The Joshua Tree <laughs> by you 2 I would like that. Would you really? Well, good luck to you, Suzanne. <laughs> well, thanks, and thanks for... So when, uh, now, what's the schedule tomorrow? Tomorrow, yeah, uh, I think Josh and Brian are both working tomorrow night. Oh, boy. Wait, one of them's working tomorrow night, and well, I'm working, too. Wow. Well, you only get to see half of it. That's okay. Oh, don't say that, Suzette. That was a terrible thing to say. <laughs> Although I would settle for that, but uh, that's a terrible thing to say. Okay, well, listen, we'll be up to see you tomorrow, and just, uh, you know, to be friendly and come in and uh, not looking for uh, any notoriety or for any superstar status, you know, just... Uh... Well, I've only, you know, I've only been there once when you've come in. Yeah. Well, we've only been there, like, um, let's see, three times. Yeah. It's not like Stan and I go up there and just hang out there like a couple of degenerates, right? We don't, we're not oh, they're hovering over the place, right? They certainly hover. <laughs> yeah, some of the people that come in must hover. Okay, well, just kick them out and tell them I told you to do it. Oh, yeah. Okay, we'll see you tomorrow, Suzette. Okay, thanks. Bye -bye. Okay. There she goes. We've just uh, made that whole store into like a legend in their own mind. You know, it's frightening. Just for a little scoop of ice cream with some hot fudge and marshmallow, and the whole world is crawling on their hands and knees. What's wrong with you people, anyway? Are you desperate? Are you as desperate as Stan and I are? That's the question. I don't think anybody is that desperate. It's 11 till noon, 11 minutes before that big door is supposed to swing open, and uh, Mr. Mobile is supposed to come through the door, but don't hold your breath. The man couldn't get up this early in the morning if his life depended upon it. If the young lady from the tinderbox were here lying right in the middle of the table in the studio, trust me, he'd be here. Okay, let's uh, go to Dade County. Hello? Dade County. Okay, nice talking to you. Have a wonderful life and up yours. Dade County, hello. Hello, is this Neil? Yes, it is. Hey, Neil, how's it going? Good. Um, listen, I got a question about the, the trill-off. Yeah. Not, not to get off the subject of Emacs and Bolios or whatever. No, no, that's all right. Uh, We've beaten that into the ground. Okay, good. Uh, well, we'll beat this into the ground in a little while. Okay. Um, the trill-off is for what? Uh, is this Latin that are supposed to call up? Yeah. I think that maybe you should have one that only Americans are allowed to... Uh... You mean it's we should be non-discriminatory? Exactly. Well, I felt it wouldn't be any contest because it, it would be like asking Gentiles to say chutzpah, you know. Uh, tr trilling is a particularly Hispanic kind of a talent. And yeah. mo most of us non-Latins can't say carroyo. You know, we just... I have a particular thing about that. Well, Because I have a very talented tongue. Carroyo. Not bad. Not bad, yeah. Not Major League, but, you know, maybe Triple A. Well, how long is Major League? That's what I want to know. I mean, well, I don't want to get into that. What is the company? <laughs> I think you'd have to talk to Jeff Stryker about that. <laughs> I forgot who I was talking to. I know. 
I'm sorry. You, um, know, you know my mind keeps reverting back to my primitive origins. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. My early prepubescent thoughts, you know. <laughs> uh, one other thing. I, I want to commend you on being the nicer one of the of you and Stan. Well, I'm trying, you know. Now, when I stay over on his show, I discover how truly nasty he is. I mean, he gets, I, I'll tell you, man. gets some very nice people calling on a phone. And, you know, he'll especially if they're not female. If they're female, he'll keep them on forever, even if they're morons, you know. True, true, because that one guy called yesterday who was on the uh, mobile phone, and just all he did was mention that he had been waiting a long time. Yeah, and he blew him right off. Blew him right off. <laughs> yeah, well, he's basically a nasty guy, you know. Yeah, he's, he's real uh, uncompetitive. But I'm working on him. Yeah, well, give it a good try. Okay. Take care. See you later. It'll take a great miracle, and maybe if we get him in here for a couple hours today, we can lighten him up a little bit, get him off this nasty kick. You know, he feels that he's got to be compulsively nasty and surly. Nothing, absolutely nothing will be accomplished by that. We're trying to tell Kyle that, too, but he won't listen to us, you know. Uh, Howard, hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. Hello, Neil. Yes. Hi, first-time caller, but not a virgin. Great. I was just curious if you've seen the new McDonald commercials with the um, guy that has a head shaped like a moon. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's making me McNauseous. Yeah, and you'll never guess who I think of every time I see it. Who? It's a good time. For the great taste. Donald. Now, this is the most important question of the day. Okay. Who did you like better, Ronald McDonald or the new guy with the moon head? I think the Moon Man. Oh, I like Ronald McDonald better. Did you? Yeah. They make yeah, the commercial is. The... They both make me make up Chuck. <laughs> In oh, fact, anyway, I'm... nice talking to you. Okay. Okay. Give my best to uh, McDonald's. <laughs> okay. Okay, and anybody who eats there can't be all good. And I made that mistake again. My car made a U-turn into a Burglar King this morning, and I have got a heartburn. It sounds like I'm really... It's got nothing to do with it being Saturday. It's just that I have such a heartburn. Killer heartburn. Killer. And it's not just the food, but it's waiting in the drive-thru at Burger King, especially on the weekend. They bring the especially inept kids in to work the weekend. And the guy in front of me who was in a pickup truck, I thought he was going to come running out of that truck, bust through the drive-thru through that window, and crawl in there and de-head every one of those people in there. I mean, he... And legitimately, he was had a, every right to be upset. He goes through the thing where they take the order, and for some reason, the speaker coming from inside is so loud. Can I take your order, please? You know, that loud. And now he's given the order, and he asked for whatever he was getting and four orange juices, right? She says, one orange juice? And he's screaming back and yelling and carrying on, and she still can't get it right. And he finally gets up to the window after the two cars in front of him, which took about ten minutes. He's in front of me. He gets up to the window, and now they ask him to pull off to the side. Don't you love it when you go through the drive-thru, and whatever you want, they haven't got. So you've got to, like, pull off to the side and wait for them to bring it out to you in about six days. And the steam was just pouring out of this guy's ears. So between that and uh, the absolute total heartburn in those croissants that they give you, I'm just, uh, I don't think I'm going to make it. So get in here, stand fast. Do I hear somebody having a nervous breakdown on the other end of this phone in Broward? Hi, Neil. How are you doing? Um, this is uh, Jay and you know, Marcy's husband. And she's in the car here. We're on a mobile phone. She wanted to tell you what she's going to make for dinner, okay? Okay. Hold on. Hi, Neil. Hi, how are you doing? Good. I just wanted to tell you that I'll make you a, a dinner that'll just surpass 
McDonald's, okay? I, I'm <laughs> waiting for you, and I'm ready. But will it surpass Wendy's? That's the question. Wendy's? Oh, yeah. I'm going to open up a restaurant right in my home, Marcy's, just for you, Neil. We're going to have chicken parmesan, broccoli casserole, whatever you want, you know, but you can even send me your famous chocolate cake recipe. No, I'm not, I'm not eating anymore, Marcy. I'm cutting that out. You're cutting that out? Yeah. Okay, well, I'll make sure that... Uh... Only fruit. Okay. Okay, well, we'll see you at Los Prados. I'll send you a formal invitation, and I'll be waiting for your RSVP. Okay, and get that phone fixed. Okay. Okay, see you later. You can bring Stan, too. Okay. Bye-bye. Bork will be on CBS Long Form Afternoon until the Toronto-New York game. Well, we might pick up uh, some of that. Might pick up all of it, as a matter of fact. Sounds good to me. Let's make some instant programming decisions. You know, that'll get him a little nervous. Those people in the programming department who just take years off of our lives, who treat us like chattel, like some kind of subhuman douchebags, like some kind of inanimate objects, a pox on their house, and then some. Four minutes to noon. Let's go back to Dade County. Hello. Yes. No. Is this Neil? Yes. Uh, I've been uh, hanging on just to tell you I miss your court gesture. You, you, gesture. You know, you have such a camaraderie that I missed him on Saturday. Well, good luck to you. We'll give you his home number. No, thank you. I'm sure he'd put on a whole show for you. Wait a minute. Now, I want to tell you, the, all these people that uh, I know they do it in love, and they offer you this food. Yeah. They're killing you. Absolutely. Oh, a coma would be a blessing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'll be honest with you. The way the show's going this morning, I couldn't agree more. Let me, a deep sleep would I'm, be a big improvement for me. No, I'm suffering the consequences of living with diabetes. And yeah. I wouldn't want it. You've got too much going for you to let it happen. Well, they yeah. love they love me to death. No, yeah, that's it. Literally. Yeah. Get yourself a two-cent plane when you go see Joshua. <laughs> Not the ice cream, because they're going to bury you with a soda on a sun on your, your chest. <laughs> it's not worth it. Believe me. Well, as long as Brian and Joshua come and visit every week, I'll, that'll be okay with me. Well, get a two-cent plane. Okay. Stay away from the ice cream and the pizza and all the loving food that everybody's offering. You bet. Eat. And I keep I keep that vulture you were talking about. I keep telling him no more food in here, and he just goes flying up to the front of the building because he by the time he brings it back here, he's already sucked up half of it himself. He is a, indeed a vulture. He's doing you a favor. Well, yeah, but, but then he, he brings the rest of it in here. Really? Believe me, trust me. Sweet. It's all his fault. He's too sweet. Well, gesture, he he laughs at everything you say. You yeah. perfect harmony, and I miss him when he's not there. Perfect idiot. Well, maybe so, but no. I always thought nobody was perfect until we discovered him. Perfect. Nobody's idiot. perfect, but stay away from the food. You're so young. Oh yeah, uh, and almost as young as I, Joey Reynolds. No, I'm telling you, I'm suffering the consequences of doing what you're doing now. Yeah. It's not worth it. I, I know. You'd rather be dead. Believe. Okay, well, I couldn't go along with you more. Have a wonderful weekend and uh, have a great life. Terminal. <laughs> Unbelievable. Could be a lot worse. You could have a Rick Edwards disease where you start running around nailing things to the ceiling. It's 12.08 at WYNZ, and guess who is in the building? Not feeling too well. He's a little under the weather today, but the uh, trip back to the tinderbox will straighten that all out.
I just thought you were going to come in here and slump down on the chair and sleep. That's, uh, you know, who needs that? We could have had the nerd come in and do that. Just make some breathing sounds. Yes. Maybe it'll attract, you know, like uh, the honeybee. Well, I can brighten everybody's day. And I need some Rolaids so bad from I that Burger Pepto King. Pepto-Bismol. Huh? Pepto-Bismol. <laughs> Bring your winds relief kit to WING <laughs> in Carroll City and see if you can nurse us back to a good health. <laughs> well, we seem to really put that ice cream store not only on the map, but like uh, they're probably all going to retire. Wait till they see the bill they get. Yeah, we ought to send them a big bill. Well, I don't want any uh, monetary. You know, I'm willing to take mine out and trade. I'll take mine in money. Okay. How are you? Otherwise. Okay. Are what you going to have this contest? Are you going to have this contest? Not right this moment. Oh, okay. Do it right now? No, it's your show. I don't come in here contrary to what other people do when they appear on my program and try to run my program. I'm not going to come in here and inflict my programming ideas on you. Well, that's good. I'm not going to sit here and hang up on people like you do. Because we wouldn't have anything going on. I'm the guest chair. Yeah. Well, that was just to get even with what you were doing from the host chair. You were hanging up on everybody. <laughs> Unless it was a female voice. So sad. Oh, I'm glad you brought that up. Because at the corner of uh, Pines Boulevard. Here we go. And He's Flamingo. been trolling again. No, 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 no. At the, this is good because this is for charity. I need Rollage or I'm going to pass out. They must is, have some uh, up at Zeta, you know, that when the book comes out. That's the only thing that saves them. <laughs> There are two teenage girls in the intersection collecting money. Now, heavens only knows what for. <laughs> at the corner of Pines, Pines Boulevard and Flamingo. And one of them is a really cute brunette. And, of course, I was in the right turn lane, and they're out there in the center, so I couldn't even talk to them. What's her name, Glenda? Haven't any idea. I don't know what they're collecting for. they got little yellow baggies, you know. Maybe they picked that up from Jerry's uh, fireman friends. You know, if they can go out there and stand on the intersection with a fire truck parked there and collect money, maybe these uh, these nymphants can do the same thing. Nymphants? Well, I mean, they're... See the difference in the approach, 13, ladies and gentlemen. Now, when I talk about the ice cream store, I speak of the wonderful young people there in the, with the greatest respect and with admiration and awe, as a matter of fact. In oh. fact, if uh, if anybody would like to, making, to uh, uh, derogatory, disgusting terms like nymphant, if anybody would like to pick up that little brunette and bring her down here, I we'll think put that's her on the, the show of wishful thinking. thinking. We'll put her on the show and find out what. Or she's is in the case for. of some of my audience, swishful thinking. Think of how much money we could make for them by having them come in here instead of standing out there under the hot sun. And what on would that they do here corner? to make money, Stan? Just to whatever their little Look heart desires. Look at them out those you know. bills, man. Look at that. You can tell yesterday we pulled out. I'll start it. I'll start with a twenty. I mean, it's got to be a good cause. <laughs> They're probably miners. They're monitoring in uh, Portland today, and a man comes in here. He's doing me a big favor. That's near Century Village. They're not going to collect much money there. No, because those people kind of hold on to their. Oh, life. do they ever? Did you hear Suzette telling about that uh, pair yeah, of old bags that came in from Hollywood? Isn't that something? Wanted a little taste of this and a little taste of that. Sound like they sampled more stuff than I did the other yeah. night. Well, I want to sample some of the stuff, but they won't let me. Okay, well, let's see what the uh, calls are here, and then in a few minutes we'll do our... You notice what I brought in? The Joshua Tree hey, by you too. Yeah. Well, keep your paws off it. You notice it's virgin. It's Ooh. still got the plastic on Weird. it. Yeah, well, you have to do some very heavy drugs before you listen to it. Where the streets have no name. Yeah. I still haven't found what I'm looking for. I'd like to have this, except I don't have a CD. I don't Good. have a copy of I Still Haven't Found What I'm Looking For. 
You notice it's called the Joshua Tree. I didn't make mm -hmm. that up. Yeah, I know. That's good. And tomorrow we're going to be giving away Brian's song. <laughs> Just a joke. Just a little joke. Okay, let's see what we got. Hello. Mobile. Mobile. Speak to me. Uh, it's an honor to talk to you two uh, fine gentlemen on this beautiful Saturday. Oh, did you hear Elvis call, too? Yeah, uh, I heard that. Wasn't that that's, a treat? That's great. An unexpected rated treat. Yeah, well, he, you know, it doesn't call me anymore. Well, let me just say, I, I heard Suzette earlier today, and I, I don't know what's going on over at that ice cream store. She, she sounded a little tired to me. <laughs> you notice that? Well, she's acting as bodyguard to fend off all the leftovers. Either that or you got her working too hard because there are so many of your listeners coming in there. Uh, it's unbelievable. Could or be. it's just after a night of uh, those two uh, young men working. Well, she did say that she tr she hired Brian and the Joshua. Hired, the owner trained them, you know? Yeah. <laughs> kind of strange. I, I live in Kendall now, but I'm thinking of moving up to Plantation. If I were you, I'd move to Lauderhill right now. Lauderhill. That's the place to be. All depending, of course, on what you're looking for. <laughs> like maybe a good punch in the mouth. Oh, I, I, maybe I'll go in there this afternoon, right? That's when the ladies are working? Well, yeah. haven't you ever been in the one down there? No, no, I, I've never even heard of it before I started listening to the show. Well, we need a report on the uh, staff there at the one in town and country. Is it in town and country? Yeah. Yeah, that's only a couple of blocks from here. I might... Uh, sure, just zip right on over there. Go down there and do something. you got to know that you'll be lonely and that there won't be anybody else around. No, not in that mall. Well, Stan, where, where are those... As a matter of fact, uh, I remember where it is. I'm in a charitable mood today. Where are those girls? Uh... No, they're not in your neighborhood. There's sir. a Ben and Jerry's in there in, in uh, town and country, right on the end. Yeah, I know where that is. Yeah. I never saw any Mac and Bolios. That's what, uh, that's what somebody said yesterday. What? That they were at town and country. No, they didn't. Somebody was asking that. I don't think they're in town and country at all. Here he goes, disseminating more misinformation. Maybe they went shopping. At I think that's what Arlene said. That they were yeah, well, what does she know? What does anyone know? Oh, well, look, it's been nice talking to you, like I said. Uh, yeah, this has been quite a learning experience, hasn't it? All right. And if you had heartburn like I do, you'd probably get an award just for finishing the four hours. Right, and, and imagine, you don't even work at the FM. Right. Uh, we could send I don't think there's anybody on the know. FM. <laughs> really? I was no. say, Neil. I think that whole state, and they are playing some of the worst crap I've ever heard in my life. Well, I went up there at noon. Yeah. Boy, are they playing some stuff. I, w I was going to make a suggestion, maybe to get you out of doing these Saturday shows. If you listen to, uh, to TalkNet, you know what Bruce does. He, he tapes shows in advance sometimes. Like, if he wants to get out of town and close a real estate deal, yeah. he'll tape it on, like, a Tuesday. <laughs> on a Tuesday, yeah. He gets out a number and says, call here at 6 o'clock, and then they tape it, and they run it, like, three weeks later. Sure. It's, it's, it's incredible. Okay. Give it a shot. It's good enough for Zeta. It's good enough for us. All right. Okay. Bye-bye. Good call. Yeah, how come the big Zeta honchos aren't working six days a week? Did you hear that? It's a true story. They just tape some drop-ins, and uh, somebody sits back there and puts all the music together, and there's nobody there. You're kidding. No. And these guys don't even have the job full-time. I mean, these are just flunkies. You'd think they'd be in there seven days a week. Wow. Crawling on the walls saying, hey, please don't take me out of here, you know? They don't work six days. Nobody in this business in their right mind is abused to the point of working six days. It's just unheard of in the industry. Unheard of. Well, wait till we get our uh, our agent from uh, Golden Beach. Yeah, we're hiring a big time radio agent from <laughs> Golden Beach. He's going to talk to him in one of those from uh, the Broken Legs Talent Agency, and I got news for you. <laughs> that Mark Cohen man is the one we've never born. We'll have a little meet in the Fort Lauderdale restaurant. 
About 10 o'clock some Saturday night. And Joe's in the Bronx. <laughs> Hello. Hello, guys. How are we doing today? Broward County, w welcome to uh, whatever this is. Actually, it's South Palm Beach, but that's okay. <laughs> South Palm Beach? Now, listen, I don't... I, I Boy, fancy schmancy. I certainly don't want to be a chronic pain-in-the-ass regular, but I, I just... I had a conversation after the show with Glenn, and I, I had a terrific idea, and I, I don't want him to take credit for it. So uh, if you bear with me for a minute. Well, if it's a good idea, we never would have, uh, you know, assumed he came up with it anyway. Well, you know, listen, what, what can you Boy, do? Boy, have I got a heartburn. You wouldn't believe it. On a scale of 100, oh. infinity. Take, think uh, take a bicarb. That burglar king will just do it to you. Well, that, that was your first mistake. But anyway, um, you know Steve Dahl in Chicago yeah. has a, uh, a 976 number, 976-4242. It's a 312 area code. Every day... People call up and they, you know, do a couple minutes worth of bits and all that, and they make a lot of money doing that. I know uh, you're uh, good friends with Dave Ryder, who's into that thing, Neil, right? Yes? I want to tell you something. When Dave Ryder was on this show, I asked him to cut a couple of drop-ins or promos, yes. and his response was, well, the union might get upset about that. <laughs> well, here's something that he could make some money at, so maybe he wouldn't be uh, I mean, Dave Ryder's a wonderful guy, and he's made millions of dollars, and more power to him. But, you mean uh, he gave you the Don Johnson? He hasn't line? shared any of it with his uh, former friends. Well, you don't have, he, doesn't he owes me, because he inflicted me on this place, okay, or the other way around. Right, right, he hired you. No, he brought me into this den of inequity. Well, what I'm thinking of is how about a 976-Neil line, where people can call in, you can, you know, do a bit or two, and make, uh, you know, mucho bucks. Sounds good to me. If it'll get me out of here, it's great. Well, you know, you could do it uh, first as a, as a sideline kind of thing, see how the money is, and then, uh, you know, uh, act accordingly. Yeah, I could probably even record my bits up at the ice cream store. Uh, I'm sure, but, I, you know, I'm serious. I mean, I, you know, listen, it's a, it's a free idea if you want to uh, go for it. It might be a, a nice adjunct to your income. Or even a 976 stand. I mean, what the Wait a minute, look at this. Carl is writing a message. He told Keith to tell Ryder six months ago to do a Neil line. Yeah, Ryder doesn't want me to make any money, don't you understand? He's, like, getting even with me now. Where is uh, Keith they, these days? Is he in Salt Lake City or something? Keith yeah. is in Toledo, Ohio. Holy Toledo. Yeah, that's what he says every day. Oh, boy. Yep. All right, well, listen, you've got some... Uh, some he's uh, uh, sticking He's sticking uh, pins in uh, little voodoo dolls of Stanley J. Cohen every day. I don't blame him. Yep. Look, you got to work during the day. You can't work at night. Right. Oh, boy. Well, anyway, listen, you've got some more uh, Mojo uh, records or CDs coming your way. And also, I took your advice, and I said both you guys Brian Adams albums. Great. How about Brian Ferry? No, no, come on. Brian Adams is where it's at. Trust yeah, me. Yeah, I'm, I'm really surprised that you're playing Brian Ferry doing smoke gets in your eyes. I would think that you would be into playing Love is the Drug. No. You don't know you know that song? No. Stan wouldn't know a good song if it hit him, bit him on the lip, okay? Oxy Music, Love is the Drug. You don't know that song. Send me the album. <laughs> you know where uh, you evidently don't there? have access to Brian Ferry or Roxy Music albums, right? You can go to a record store. Yeah, somewhere. thanks a lot. Okay. Okay. Have a wonderful life. Do the same. See you. Bye. See, see you later. Hey, tired of sitting around the house with no one to talk to? Run out of friends who will tolerate your pointless conversations? Then pick up that phone and dial nine seven six bore. That's right, 976-B-O-R-E, and communicate with people as boring as you. Hey, how you doing? Oh, uh, okay, uh, how you doing? Fine, so, um, what do you want to talk about? 
I don't know. What do you, what do you want to talk about? Uh, I don't know. Yes, from one end of the state to the other, thousands of boring people are waiting to spend hours of inane phone gab with you. Come on and join in on the fun. Find that special someone you can share your pains and joys with. So I talked to Dr. Feinstein about uh-huh. my back, and I said, Dr. Feinstein, uh-huh. I got this pain about the same time my husband Marvin got his groin pulled. Oh, really? And I just think all the Join the party. You'll talk to such uninteresting folks as grandparents, history teachers, single-digit IQ mouth breathers, late-night talk show hosts, and coke freaks. So anyway, I've been up for about three days, but okay, see, my boyfriend and I, we had a fight, and, well, I don't really feel high, it's just I can't sleep, and uh, I'm going to read more and teach Call now, 976-BOR. That's 976-B-O-R-E. It's hot. Call now, 976-BOR. You'll be bored you did. I know. And if you want the insipid conversation, the likes of which you've never heard, just dial 976-B-I-R-D. The bird's the word, indeed. Okay, well, listen, Stan's wandering around, desperately trolling for a roll aids. It's 21 past noon at Winds. We'll come right back. Boy, oh, boy. Michael DeSisto, where are you when we need you? Shame on you, Bill. Okay, Stan is in a building, but hes uh, I have no idea where he's gone. He said he went to get a Sprite, and of course, we don't have Sprite in our machines and never have had, so that means he's probably left the building and gone up to a 7-Eleven like in uh, Opelika or somewhere, so he'll probably be back about 3.30. Where does the man go? You know, where did he go? Now he'll come back and say, hey, I was looking for Rolaids for you. I'm trying to help you out. He'll have some surly reason that he's not here. Man is incorrigible. What do you <laughs> 